Hello and welcome back to Premier League Talk. I'm Edward Roller and I'm joined again today by Marnie Corshaw and James Coleman. Hello. Hello. So today we're going to be discussing the results uh, in last night's football. The Premier League's return, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa and Man City versus Arsenal. Now, obviously, controversial decisions in both of these games. Lots of drama, just what we wanted for the Premier League's return, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with the Sheffield United uh, game against Villa. What are your thoughts on that, guys? It was, I mean, we, we've been waiting for football for a few months now and it was quite an underwhelming game, to be honest. You could see the fitness levels were low. People were trudging around the pitch. You know, very quickly people got tired. Nil-nil result as well. So it wasn't exactly energy, energised performance from either team, which I guess we, we should have expected. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, drinks break? Do you think they're a good addition or do you think they only slow the game down? I mean, I think they're kind of... that You kind of have to have those breaks now. Yeah, I think that's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Because it's basically like we're coming into, a, coming into a new season, but they've had one or two games of pre-season and that was last week. So you kind Very of have true. breaks. Yeah. Yeah, all in all, the game was quite drab, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think that game was definitely cast into the media spotlight through that decision. Uh, yes, for sure. Where the ball looked completely over the line. I mean, goal line technology has apologised for the for basically a technological error, and well, we haven't really seen that before in the Prem. James, how I mean, did I've you... never, I've never seen that happen before. Like that is the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, I mean, a really situation to be honest. It's ridiculous, really. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this hasn't happened in so long. I mean, the fact that it says, you know, uh, basically, I think Michael Oliver's watch the. Basically, the wrong decision was sent to his watch, and I just just think that's that seems such an odd thing to happen because surely, you know, the whole the whole point of the setup is so that situations like these don't happen. Yeah, no, I can't um, believe that. It's the most I've never seen before, and it was so obvious. Even the referee could see that. Surely, I swear yeah. it went it went off in the changing room. I heard. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the funniest thing I've heard. It's, it's crazy, though. We could see it on our TV screens. The, well, the fact... So obvious. Keeper, he carried it into the goal and didn't even make an effort to get it out. He just stood there with the ball in and his hand. And then people who say... He was going to give it, but then he never did. That was just odd. And then people who say it's a foul, his own player pushed him in. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make sense, does it? It wasn't a good take from him, to be honest. He's their, he's their backup keeper. They've got... Is Aston Villa? They've got Tom Heaton and Pepe Reina, don't they? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I can't. That's their first their keeper. Their goalkeepers are shocking, apart from Heaton, to be honest. Yeah, I think Reina's shaky as well. I think he... yeah, he was dropped. He he hasn't been that great for them, to be honest. Yeah, their goalkeepers are terrible, apart from Heaton. Yeah, and uh, moving on to the Arsenal City game. Obviously, Marnie and I. Arsenal fans, not a great result for the return of the Premier League. It makes no. the whole situation a bit more depressing. But 
I think, yeah, last night was definitely tough. But uh, what did you guys think about it? Oh, watching that game, I just... You know, the first 10 minutes... Okay, Arteta's lineup. first of all. I've seen a lot of people getting very angry over him, saying, oh, did Emery pick this lineup and stuff like that? I don't blame him for the lineup. I see what he was doing. He, he's been the City assistant manager. He should know more than us. So I don't think we should be criticising him. You've got to take into account fitness levels and everything like that. So I don't blame him for the, the starting lineup. I'm sure he would have brought the bigger players on at half-time, as he did. But we were doing all right for the first 20 minutes or so. And then, you know, Mary gets injured and the rest is history. I bet yeah. I think you played well for the first 15, 20 minutes. You looked actually yeah. quite decent. I mean, then... we came well, we were dominated, but we were passing it around nicely. Xhaka was doing the some things. The counters were good injured. as well. The counter attacks yeah. were good. Xhaka's injury was huge. He's the player that breaks up the play. That's what I've been saying. Like, Brandon Xhaka ain't a bad player. He ain't that yeah, bad. Yeah, no. He ain't that bad. Yeah. He's not yeah. bad. He's not the greatest, but he's not bad. And he's probably... Yeah, I mean, do I want him in our midfield next season? No, I don't. But for now, he is the best midfielder we've got, to be honest. And that's why that's what let you down in that game. That midfield yeah. is just not... Apart from David Luiz, obviously, that midfield is just not I good mean, enough. Genduzi had a good game, I thought. He didn't have a bad game. He was energetic in the middle. He was not bad passing. And he's still young. But True. if we're talking about one performance... He's had worse performances. He's had better performances, but that wasn't a bad game for him. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Guendouzi obviously wasn't special, but I think if you compare the performances to other players on the team, it was a fair. I mean, it was still an average performance for him, but compared to some of the performances of other players, probably quite decent compared to the others. Because yeah. when Shaka went off, we had Ceballos come on. He had a, a decent game as well. But when you've got Genduzi and Ceballos playing next to each other, it's a completely unbalanced midfield. Yeah, it's a bit... You kind of need that Granite Xhaka player. You yeah, need exactly. that strong figure. Yeah. That's more... Even a Torreira. Even Torreira. Yeah, that's kind of more of a passing based in a slightly weaker midfield, if you look yeah. at it, in terms of physicality. Yeah, you need that physical presence in that midfield. Yeah. Willock was invisible. He's yeah. It's a bit of a yeah. weird one that I didn't see him all game. Like he wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, he was there. He just wasn't getting the ball much. It was all City yeah. to be honest. After fifteen minutes, even before the fifteen minutes, the whole game they had the ball in our half. We just didn't really know how. To... Well, I think we did know how to deal with it until, as I said, until Mary got injured. Yeah. Literally, Mary was doing well as well. He looked strong. Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. I thought he wasn't doing bad. Yeah. I thought he Mary looked awful. Really? I don't think he was awful. Mary? Mary Mary did not play well. Mary? Yeah. He wasn't that bad. He didn't do anything wrong. He only had 15 He was okay. He wasn't that bad. From a Tottenham fan, he wasn't that bad. I saw you were dealing well with them before David Luiz came on. He he looked really, really tense and really kind of shaky. Like, so many times he got beaten by attackers. I mean, you're playing... Pablo Mari, you've come from the Brazilian league to Arsenal. That's true. It's a big... You're trying to get bought because you're only there on loan. You're playing up against, you know, these fast attackers. Raheem Sterling, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. And I mean... in 15 minutes, I mean, you've also come back from an injury and Absolutely. it's your first game back after three months. 15 minutes, I don't think we can judge him yeah. much on that. I mean, the only thing that makes me think, I reckon there was slight fitness concerns for him going into the game. 
which maybe I think affected his performance slightly, given now that it is confirmed he's out for the season. Is he confirmed out for the season, Murray? Yeah. Yeah, it's an ankle ligament injury. Oh, so now who's gonna be in your, got, who's gonna be a centre pack parent? We've got Mustafi and Socrates oh, yeah. and Holdings is holding yeah. No, Holdings Holdings fit, but he's looking shaky. Chambers is out. We've got three centre backs. Oh, goodness yeah. me. You're forgetting Look, the you're forgetting the mighty Zach Medley. Yeah, I mean we could actually see Zach Medley come up from the Academy. Not gonna lie, it's your best earlier. pairing is probably Mustafi and someone else. Socrates. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Although I mean, Socrates hold, hold, is... holding when he's fully fit, I'd rather have than Socrates. Socrates is yeah. shaky as hell. Obviously, he's so shaky. Yeah. But shall we, um, shall we talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Sideshow Bob? Sorry? What was he, what was he doing, Sideshow Bob, when he came on? Oh, what an, I don't know. what a flop. He a new god. He came on, he started praying to God. I don't know who that god was, but he's he's not done him well there. Yeah, he, he kind of... He's smiling, he's laughing. Yeah. Oh, I mean... I don't. I didn't even think he was going to do that. I know he's bad defensively, but I didn't know he was going to do that. Kick it up in the air like that. Not gonna lie. Before, before we go into uh, completely slating off David Luiz and how <laughs> awful he is, Marnie, just moving back to what you were saying... Yeah. Earlier about Arteta's lineup, obviously I agree. I don't think I think his lineup was definitely justified. I mean, there was, there. I don't have any reason to say that that was a bad selection, picking quite a lot of yeah. youth and inexperienced players. But the main thing that surprised me, well, not necessarily surprised, but more that I don't know. It just seems not even in the squad, and that's Meza Özil. Yes, that was a big... I forgot about that. That was a big Yeah, talk. that was a massive one. I looked at the bench and I thought, what? There's no Ozil at all. And he said after the game, it was tactical. He said he kind of threw a bit of shade, a bit of a dig. He said, we've got other players who can fill that role. Look at the line, don't I? That's the thing. I mean, when you're talking about other players, he's talking about a 20-year-old Joe Willock. That can't feel that yeah. great for him. No, I mean... Ozil definitely, wasn't, definitely isn't as good as he was, but let's be honest, he's creative and he creates chances. Yeah. Who was our attacking midfielder on the bench? Did we have any? Was it just Ceballos? I think that's it, actually. I think that was your only yeah. forward-thinking midfielder. Yeah, I mean, just, that's not... Just a quick point now. On the BBC ratings performance, they had Arsenal. I think Leno was the only person to get above seven and Kieran Tierney was then the next highest with a rating... Of around five and a half. And I mean, Leno. what I'm thinking was if that team produced the exact same performance, excluding the David Louise red card, if David Louise hadn't been sent off and all the Arsenal players had produced uh, the exact same performance that they did last night, do you think if it was against a bottom tier side, let's say if that was Norwich at home and they produced that performance, do you think? Their ratings would be that low. No. Wait, Ed, is it saying no. if we got dominated by Norwich and conceded three goals to Norwich, would we have low ratings? I, I think we would, to be honest. With it you. wouldn't be the same for sure. It would not be the same rating if we lost three 0 to Norwich and got dominated. The whole be game. lower. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't be the same. No, no. As in, I'm saying if, as in, it's interesting to see because, you know, as in, basically, what I'm trying to say is. Let's say we're Arsenal players play the exact same as they did last night. Not in terms, yeah. regardless of City's ability. I'm saying, do you think it was a City ability 
that made Arsenal's rating so low that City just outplayed them. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, definitely. City can outplay anyone on their day, oh, and yesterday was their day. They, we couldn't, I know that if it was another team, we would have got forward. We had Tierney and Bellerin playing well, they're fast, they would have got up. We've got Nketiah, he's making the runs, he was making the runs, to be fair. So was Aubameyang. Just his but... finishing was pretty bad, though, but yeah, he, no, his but... runs were good. We had better. our attackers making the runs, but it's just City, yeah. they break I everything think up. There was a moment early on where uh, Saka played a lovely cross into Nketiah, who kind of steered it wide of yeah. the right post. But He's quite quick. He's quite yeah. quick, Nketiah. I think that's partly, yeah, I think that's why Arteta chose him. He kind of, Arteta is someone... That who, is understandable. Yeah, he's. I think he's a player who really likes playing and looking at academy <laughs> graduates and young players, which I think is quite yeah. a good trait and, and quite a good attribute in a manager. I mean, the commentator, I forgot who it was, he made a good point. City have got a left-footed a left footed and a right-footed centre-back, so there's always going to be that gap between yeah. the centre-backs, yeah. and I think that's where Arteta was targeting yeah, Ketia, so he can run through that gap. Yeah, it was Gary Neville. It was Gary Neville who was saying that they're, yeah... City, Laporte and Garcia were fairly spread apart. Yeah. And yeah. so is Nketia trying to make those runs through. Yeah. But uh, now I've, I've held you back a bit, but let's get into let's go, let's go. ranting at David Luiz. Uh, we'll move on to City's performance in a moment and who played well for them because we've been quite Arsenal-focused. But, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a worse individual performance by a player. That was honestly absolutely shocking. Like and you know what the funny thing is? I'd say the three worst individual performances of all time in the Premier League have been that performance from David Luiz, a 2015 performance from Carl Jenkinson, and a 2010 performance from Emmanuel Aubuy, all three Arsenal players. Yeah. That's Although Jenkinson was, was at West Ham, wasn't it? He's, still a, he's been an Arsenal player for 10 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Apart from Martinez, he must be the longest-serving player in the side, surely. Well, he's he's gone now. He's at Forest. Oh yeah, but, um, but yeah, but he would have been yeah yeah. Oh, I mean, but I just don't understand. He's not too old. He's thirty-two. This is David Luiz, not Jenkinson. He's yeah. thirty-two. He comes on. We bought him for experience. Altogether, twenty-four million. Didn't you say it was? Yeah, twenty-four. I it cost twenty-four million for the whole one-year deal. What does he have in his head? I know, I know that on his day he's a good player. We've seen it before for Arsenal. He's he's had good games, you know. The game against, uh, obviously before it turned into a shambles, he was playing really well against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. He he had a, I mean, he got sent off against Chelsea. Yeah, before it turned into shambles, but been sent off against Chelsea, City, and Liverpool, and another team. I forgot who. But he seriously is I, just don't, I don't know what to say about him anymore, to be honest. We've said it all. He might leave, to be fair. I think he will. He's, his suspension ends July the 1st, and his contract ends June 30th. So, yeah. unless he renews, that's his last game. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You will not be missed, David. Dodgy Dave, as I call him. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that first one, I heard troops say it, and... You know, the ball's coming to you. It's You've got a fast attacker coming in behind you. All you have to do is hack it into the crowd. Yes, you're not aware of your surroundings that much. That's exactly it. All you have to do, 
kick that ball away. There's, I don't know what he was there's doing. There's no crowd, for goodness sake. There's literally no crowd. It's got he's doing some Bollywood moves, like whipping his hip towards the ball. He's like he's playing street football. Like, literally, it's so... It's actually it's quite the, thing, the thing that was the weirdest for me is, why is your reaction when a ball is not even at a fast pace, is bouncing up towards you? Do you put your hands in the air? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how a defender can do that. I don't get it's it. It's pouring with rain. We've had a, a storm on that day, and he's choosing to knee the ball. Not even knee the ball, just let it Literally glance off his thigh. ridiculous. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> and Sterling, obviously, he's Sterling. He capitalises off that. Good finish. Can't fault the finish. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. Sterling, Sterling I think was good. it was Gary Neville who was mentioning that Arsenal flew up into Manchester only a few hours before. Do you think that may be affected performance? I mean, mm. you have to also take into account there was wind on the day. You know, really, I don't think that would have yeah. played a too big a. No, nah, I think. No, nah. I mean, obviously, that's not the main reason. I think the main reason is David Luiz, but pretty uh, much, pretty much, yeah, but um. After that goal, I think we all, all Arsenal fans knew that's it. With David Luiz at the back, that is it. Pretty much. And then you just get it. You, you knew that it was going to be an uphill battle from one minute. Everyone now. knew. Yeah, even without the red card, we knew. Sure. The, uh, I was seriously impressed with Edison's passing last night. My goodness, yeah. it was good. Yeah. He's a very good player. My goodness, that was... passing was fantastic, to be fair. It really was. So... It was both. Do you want both this? It was the second and the third goal. I think yeah, he, yeah. he played an awesome pass into Arsenal's half, and then it was only a few touches from De Bruyne and Sterling, and then. I mean, you're saying that, but to be honest, any keeper can do that. Where you just hoof it into Arsenal's half. Who who have you got that's going to hit that away? You have got Genduzi and Sabayas. No, no, but his his distribution and passing. Yeah, yeah really his good. distribution was very. Good. It was very good. Yeah, it was. But yeah, who do you th- any players that stood out for you? Uh, moving on to City, any any of their players which you think had a decent performance? Last well, night? obviously, obviously De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, he was incredible from the start to the end. I thought Sterling yeah. Sterling was good as well. Yeah, yeah. The rest didn't have any individually incredible players. To be honest, they just work as a team so well. Yeah, that's very true. It was more about the team than the actual individual performance that game. Yeah. I mean, Pep is yesterday. He did look a lot like that Barca team. Obviously, nowhere near as good, but that two thousand and like oh, obviously, no, Barcelona team was way better. But yeah, I see what you mean. Terms they were passing of, it around like that. In terms of style of play, yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was fairly happy with. Uh, this is another player who I liked, and I thought was yeah, Kieran Tierney. I enjoyed watching oh, yeah. him in like the first he twenty minutes good. or so. He was decent. He, he played well. Apart, he was from, very, yeah. apart from where he could have knocked the ball down the line to Damien. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that's going to happen. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Obviously, he's played centre back a few times to Scotland. But I mean, yeah. he was. He looked like if you had to guess, if you were, if you were a fan who'd just been sat in front of a game, you'd never heard of football, and you asked to guess who, which player played centre back, Kieran Tierney or David Louise. I'd say I mean, in that game, it doesn't help that you've team. never heard of what a centre back is, and you don't know who Kieran Tierney or David Luiz are. That's yeah. true as well. To be fair, but uh, what I like about him, he's a player we really need right now. He's 
he's a, a Scotsman. He likes to get stuck in. He's not afraid of putting his head on the line, you know, injuring his body, putting his body in front of the ball. We really need a player like that right now. Yeah, and not going to lie, he's probably he's a good addition for Arsenal. You learned a bit of that from Scott Brown, I'm sure. He's yeah, a good, he's, got, he's a good he's, addition for Arsenal. He's got quite a, yeah, he's definitely a personality which hasn't really been around the squad in quite a while in terms of yeah, no. quite a tough. When was the last time we had a player like that? Problem is, you haven't got enough of them. That's the problem. I mean, I, I don't know who who was. It? I want to say Vieira. Yeah. The problem is you don't have enough of those types of players. Otherwise, you, no, would be, thing, yeah. you would be further up the league for sure if you had a better like mentality of players. Then yeah. you'd definitely be further up. But I'm actually struggling to think of a player after Vieira who would get stuck in, like properly stuck in and win the ball for his team. Who do we have? That's actually a very good point, to be fair. Um... Who did, that, yeah. who did Arsenal actually have that was an out and out defensive <laughs> midfielder? But... I mean, I guess. Nah, I don't know. I don't think there is any. That's a... I mean, since Vieira. Diaby, I mean, Diaby since... on his day was very good, but yeah. obviously injuries. You could argue Fabregas as well, but he wasn't really yeah, a defensive yeah. midfielder. More I mean, of a but... playmaker sort of player. Yeah, but... he was more of a David Silva type player. Pretty much. Talking of David, I'm, I'm not done, by the way, with David Luiz, but. <laughs> Just tell me when I can get onto that second goal and I'll be off. Uh, yeah, we'll let we'll, go on. Take it away. Okay. 45 minutes, you come out, you're walking out for half time, you think, all right, I've just given away, I've, I've given away a goal basically. I've put my team down against the champions. I need a good performance in the second half to, to win back the faith of the fans. The fans who have put so much faith in me already, despite me being an awful footballer, I'm frauding a wage. So let's just see what I can do in the second half. What do you do? Four minutes in. Four minutes in, the keeper hoofs it up the pitch. We've seen this against Liverpool when he drug, he drags back Mo Salah's shirt. And obviously it doesn't look like a penalty, but that's the rules. And he got sent off for that. He just... I don't know how you can argue with it. Mahrez, I think it was Mahrez, right? Um, Who was running in? Yeah, it was Mahrez. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 just he's got his hand and he's just... It's I the most obvious penalty of them all. He just grabbed him. What is he trying to do? Grabbed him. He's trying so to strangle times. him or something. Exactly. Just, I don't know. As a 32-year-old, you've been in the game for 15 years now, playing at a top level for... What, God knows how years. long. Ridiculous amount of time. He played for Chelsea twice. He's played for PSG. He's played in the World Cup. He's banged in goals in the World Cup. Got to the semi-final. Got, he's won a Champions League. <laughs> and, you know... How how dumb do you have to be? How much intellect can you lose in the space of six months? A to lot. Go from being a fairly good Premier League centre-back for the blue half of London to coming to the red half and just bringing players down, equaling the most penalties in the Premier League in one season ever. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah, four penalties. That. That's ridiculous. He didn't give he didn't give any away for Chelsea either, did he? I'm not sure. I think, it was, I think it was zero penalties in his Chelsea career and four within about, I mean, not even 30 games of playing. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we found out that there's some dodgy things going on behind the scenes at Chelsea. You know, first check, now David Luiz is it's just... See, we sell players to Chelsea like Fabregas and Giroud. They go to Chelsea, they win titles. They win 
trophies. Giroud scored against and us. Giroud, even thanks to you. Thank you yeah. for winning it. So. Then Fabregas wins the league, which he can never do at Arsenal. And then who have we got coming from Chelsea to Arsenal? The Israeli Yossi Benayin, <laughs> David Luiz. That's a check. That's a check. My goodness. It's, it's oh, and... Uh, to be fair, I think Petr Cech should not be included in the same tier ranking signings as David Luiz. No, no, he's, he's not quite in the same tier, but he has had his bad moments. He wasn't a good keeper. For he was quite, players. I'd say, average more than like. Well, I'd say below average. If you see, if you add his first season and his last True. season, it, yeah. he was below average. But not as bad as David Luiz, for sure. No, I mean, it's not hard to not be as bad as David Luiz. I could be better than David Luiz, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I reckon some of the, uh, I reckon some under 13, if that brawl from De Bruyne was played into them, I reckon they could have stopped that goal. When Nan could have stopped that goal. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just genuinely, I would pay to just fix, just go inside David Luiz's head. And just see what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly want to know. I was thinking during that game, right? Do I feel a bit bad for him because I have to put myself in his shoes? The ball's coming towards me. It's wet. It's Kevin De Bruyne, brilliant player. It's a fast ball coming in. Don't have much time to react. Then I remember. Oh wait, I'm 16 years old. This man is 32. He's won a Champions League. He's getting paid. Two hundred thousand pound a week to clear this ball, and he he just lets him through on goal. Like, come on! It's almost as, it's almost as if he's just saying, "Oh yeah, I'll just collect my money and do nothing else. I don't care." That's it. He's collecting Basically. his money, and now he's pissing off. And I don't blame. Him. Well, I do blame him, but I I can't see him renewing the contract now. Oh, he won't. He won't. He'll leave. I think he wants to. He wants to renew the contract. Did you hear his interview? Like, no thanks, David. You can you can piss off now. I don't really... <laughs> No, nah, probably I think, will leave. I think even if I was in an interview, I'd say that I probably want to sign the contract because then I just, yeah, I mean the amount of he said, abuse he was getting already from Arsenal fans. I think. I think it was if he turned about. around and said, "I'm leaving," it's been an awful few games. All I've done is negatively affect your team. I think. <laughs> I I respect honesty. To be honest, yeah. I would take that. He hasn't even been that slaughtered by our fans. To be honest. Yeah, he's, we've I mean, we three can't. red cards later, and we've I, been supporting I want, him. Obviously. I want to say he deserves worse, but uh, <laughs> I feel like, yeah. yeah, I mean, not if even if I was a championship side right now, I wouldn't take him. No, that's a big statement, well, but it's probably well, no, true I, as I well, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say uh, I, he he is. I mean, his wage his wage demands would probably be too big. Yeah, exactly. His way shamans are ridiculous. Yeah, it's just incredible how you can be a footballer. I know I've said it, but a footballer that experienced and be making mistakes like that. Honestly, yeah. some people say, and some people say that may be the most overrated quality, isn't it? Experience, like experience. Jamie Carragher said that. Yeah, it's not guaranteed to really do anything, is it? Like you can be experienced and make a ton of mistakes. I mean, Jamie Carragher speaking from experience, there isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean that that penalty as well. My goodness. Obviously, I was saying Leno is not the best at saving penalties at Arsenal. At least I haven't seen him save a 
penalty. Maybe he might have saved one. But Kevin De Bruyne, you're never gonna he's never gonna miss, let's be honest. No. Yeah. 2-0, but 2-0, who 2-0, do you 2-0. think is better, by the way? Carragher or Louise? Oh sorry? Jeremy Carragher or David David Louise. Um I mean Wait, what did you say, James? Sorry, Seriously? I cut out for a second. Who do you Wait, think? You, be- who do you think was better? Of comparing Jamie Carragher to David Luiz. Jamie Car. <laughs> Jamie Carragher is miles better. He's yeah. miles ahead. Jamie Carragher is on like a different, a different tier. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, Jamie Carragher. I, I did think he was slightly overrated, but he's one of the best Premier League players ever, ever, for sure. There's, there's possibly maybe someone like Kevin De Bruyne or someone like that's yeah. If we're saying tier one is someone like Vieira, Henri, Joaquin, tier two is someone like De Bruyne, tier three, I'd say tier three, tier four, I'd say David Luiz would probably be for me tier (laughs) thirty seven. Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. I think his Arsenal sort of, his, his year at Arsenal has just derailed oh, no, everything yeah, in front of Chelsea. That, I know that you think Carragher's better, obviously. Yeah, so, what, sorry, what were you saying, James? So, I know that obviously Carragher's, Carragher's better, but I just wanted to know how, like, in terms of how much worse Gabby Louise is, basically. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just in, like, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think compared to yeah, that just wanted to know like to... how big the gap was in your opinion. Uh, it's it's quite big for me. Yeah. David Luiz, I think if he hadn't gone to Arsenal just this year, as I said, it's derailed his whole career yeah. quite a lot. For sure, it's tainted. You know, I think to be honest, thinking about it, with that tier thirty-seven, I might be being a bit generous. <laughs> I think you were, to be honest. No, no, no. I'd say, if we're talking about PL centre-backs, let's say Tier 1, you've got Tony Adams, Nemanja Vidic, Sol yeah. Campbell. Uh, John Terry's up there as well. Uh, Sol Campbell would be Tier 2, I reckon. Really? Yeah, I'd find it fun, yeah. Then I'd put, I'd put Carragher Tier 3. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I'd put David Luiz about Tier 5. Really? Yeah. Really? If you he's had two spells at Chelsea, two very successful True. spells. He's won what is three yeah. or two or three titles and a Champions League. Yeah, yeah. true. He yeah. hasn't been. He's 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 had a good career. He yeah. hasn't been bad overall, but he's PSG. He's looked like a different player. Yeah, from he's looked like a different player at Arsenal compared to what he was uh, when he was successful at Chelsea. Oh, definitely for sure. Yeah, no question. Anyway, well. We're very happy that the Premier League is back. Well, we can't wait for this weekend as more fixtures are going to be played. That means more drama. Well, we've and got hopefully, the big ones. Hopefully, first, a good United. result. Yeah, hopefully, a good result for us Arsenal fans and James for you on Friday night against United. Good luck. And Cheers. Then, yeah, we'll we'll do another episode on Sunday and we'll talk through the games that happened over the weekend. But we'll see you then. And uh, goodbye for now. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.